Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran this morning, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Text us on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email us direct. Shouldn't a little phone come over the horizon now when I say direct? Oh, yeah, we'll have to sort that out. What was the tune to that? Oh, yeah, you can uh, direct through the Absolute Radio website. What was that? Do you remember that? Yeah, I know. Anyway. I'll remember it in a minute. We'll start. Let's start. We've had a tweet from Trevor. Trevor Feelgood. Oh, yeah. Lots of people interviewing the Muppets at the moment. Has Frank seen anyone interviewing Miss Piggy yet? Well, uh, we know your views on this, Frank. No, well, one of my, um, yes, one of my, what I would put in Room 101s is people interviewing Miss Piggy as if she was a human being and even indulging in flirting <laughs> with something which is, I think, is latex foam. Mm. <laughs> um to be to be uh, technical about it, yeah. and I find that also. But I can't watch any mop. I, I name that one because the extra layer of flirting. But any discussion with a moppet, when you're on the show and you've entered mm. moppet world, but when they're on like Titchmarsh <laughs> and he's saying, Strange so, choice. So, so, so Gonzo, how, how, how did you get into? Um, how did you get into? That's good. And he's oh yes, as if that's all right. As if that's it's normal for something. That's and I hate it when they play though. along, Frank, and they go, "Being an international star yeah, like all, yourself, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that." Shut up! Yeah, yeah, as an international um, superstar, Miss Piggy. Piece of old foam with someone's Latex hand up you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was. Uh, I don't like it, and also I find that they they're given the sort of benefit of the doubt for being artificial. So <laughs> if they say a joke, if I said it, it'd be a bit of a. Uh, they get quite a good laugh on it oh, because yeah. you think that's quite good for something that isn't real. But in fact, there's a person underneath doing exactly the same job <laughs> I'm doing, yeah. less well, mm -hmm. and getting like applause and big laughs. Yeah. They think these comedians have got it easy, you know. It's, uh, look at the laughs I'm getting. You're doing that because you're going, oh, <laughs> oh, don't you take mine? It's really pressed his button, this Muppet thing, hasn't it? Do they yeah. get programme associates credits, people <laughs> oh, operating the Muppets? To, shudder to think what they... The, the truth is, to all this, oh, the Muppets, but the Muppets <laughs> organisation just shove them in boxes after, like any other prop. You know, they're not cared for. And you know they're fastidiously clean, they, um, they don't like dirty jokes attached to the Muppets. When I was in Montreal, um... The, the comedy festival there. You know there's a phrase, work clean, that the Americans use if you don't do dirty jokes. Do you work clean, Alan? Oh, uh, that what an it? American comic once said to me, do you work clean? I'm glad they um, didn't ask Frank in the 90s. Exactly, yeah. But apparently there was uh, somebody in a lift when I was in Montreal who said, I mean, I can work clean, but this is Muppet clean. Because <laughs> <laughs> they had to remove a mention of alcohol or something. Like, they can't even mention it. In a joke that was about not drinking, and they really? said, oh, you can't even mention drinking. Oh, well, it. no, they think it's substance abuse, yeah, yeah. But don't get me wrong, I like the Muppets in their, in their context. Mm. In Muppet I, World? Yeah, in Muppet World, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> fine. It's when I don't, don't come into our world. Don't put them well, on the... they were very much in our world. They were in the lift. No, we went to their world, though, didn't we, in those days? Yeah. yeah. But don't put them on the This Morning Sofa, is what you're saying. Back yeah, I'm happy to watch it. Well, only Mr. Peter used to laugh, and then he talks Getting all the impressions out today. Oh, God, Alan Titchmarsh. Cold sure. Um, we've also we've also had a text, hi, uh, an email actually. Hi Frank, Emily, and the cockerel. Did they direct uh, through the absolute uh, website? They did, yeah. Okay. Which is what? What's the address? Absolute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Google absolute. Just do that. Hi Frank, Emily, and the cockerel. Love the show. Oh, I shouldn't have read that bit. And I think I am your long youngest listener at thirteen. I think, I'm I'm your, oh. I think I'm your long. Oh. You know, in, long... in Reader's Digest, when they used to be like, I am John's pancreas, and it used to be a whole thing about being a pancreas from the point of view of being a pancreas. Really? I thought that's what this was going to be. I don't like it. No. It sounds a bit Muppets. You look at me like you've never read the Reader's Digest, <laughs> I used to write in the Reader's Digest. Did you? What did you write? Did you? Did, wrote, wrote a little column for them for a little while. Was is, it, is this I, like I, Frank <laughs> played for Barcelona? No. Okay. Was it, I, I am Alan's kidney. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> it was my, my you major wrote a column, Did you really? Yeah. Well, we'll have more of this in a Hang minute. on, I'm reading an email. Well, that's all, all right. right. I've got we'll to play music. To, that's we'll in, come back it's to in both. the rules. We'll come back to both. And if I've you told you the adverts thing. I have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
So we were back at the email. Uh, Hi, Frank, Emily and the Cockerel. Love the show, and I think I'm your youngest listener at 13. I'm a first-time writer, and I'm just wondering why you call the show's listeners readers. First-time writer at 13. That's broken, Britain. (laughs) (laughs) Why would we call them readers? Why do we call them readers? Surely they listen to, not read the show. Hope you can tell me why. Youth Offender number 946. That's good. (laughs) Excellent. I love a Youth Offender. Yeah, Youth Offender is a good touch. You see, um, it, it takes the voice of youth to go to the heart of the matter, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Because mm. you, you thought, well, hold on, we don't read, we listen. It's a she, actually. I think. Oh, is it? Sorry. It's yeah. all right, it wasn't what, explained. What's, what's her name? Neve. That's in, in the email address. She's oh, yeah. actually just put youth of Oh, I like Neve. It's all a bit bewitched, isn't it? No, but he's probably... Right. He's in the girl band group. He wouldn't have his own email at 13, would he? It's probably his mum's. Isn't Neve a she? Neve's a girl's yeah, name, love. Why is it? She wouldn't I have think his own she, email at 13. I think at 13 they'd have their own email. They're probably... They have their own email when they're like seven or something. Stuff. Yeah. Shut up! Buzz at btinternet.com. No. We need to talk. No way. No way. Um, well, yeah, How you know, it's a very start? good question, though. Um, How did that start, the reader's thing? I think it started as a slip, didn't it, on my part. Oh, maybe. And, then, and I think it's because our listeners, if I'm going to use the word for a bit... Mm-hmm. Just come across generally, and bear in mind that I have um, Alan and, and Emily um, reading the text to me, so I don't see all the ones that say, I hate you. Why don't you just, um, <laughs> we filter out the, the protest. Yeah. We yeah. see the dirty protest. You see yeah. them, but I, I, I'm fine with that. Uh, and so uh, I think that, th- that they are. <laughs> Kim Jong un approach. <laughs> our listeners are so, uh, seem so bright and funny and witty. I sort of think of them as readers, you know what I mean? That's right. Bookish yeah. and clever. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than. Um, than I mean, just sitting there and soaking it the up. The pendulum swings on that, doesn't it? From them being people in black jeans and Converse trainers and tour T-shirts to then them being readers. Well, but you see, I think got both. that a lot They've of people in, uh, in Converse and black jeans and T-shirts are actually quite sharp, bright mm. characters. People mm. look at them and think, oh, beer belly, fool. Do you know it's what? I'm true. really glad you said that because that's all our listenership. Beer belly well, yeah. fool is the dessert that I made this week. Oh, really? Not really. <laughs> it sounds all right because it's a bit like that. What's that food? Wob wobbly something. Bouillabaisse. Is that what it is? Yes. Bouillabaisse. Bouillabaisse. Yeah, like that. That's French for beer belly. It's not. It is. <laughs> also, Frank. Da, 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 da. Wasn't oh. that direct line? Oh, that's it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's uh, good. Uh, uh, uh. Does that make good radio? I'm not sure. Like oh, it. no, let's hear about you <laughs> writing for the Reader's Digest. <laughs> that makes great radio. Anyway, so can I say, Neve, yes. um, if, 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 that is, if that is you, that, yes, it, it came accidentally, but like, like Sigmund Freud would say, it was probably because in my heart I felt read rather than listened to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. Yes, Reader's Digest you, you wrote for. Yeah, well, let's just... hear about your Reader's Digest columns, Al. Hey, what? We're all here amongst us, uh, uh, published writers, yeah. <laughs> it's just good to be part of that Venn diagram, which I've been slagged off for saying Venn diagrams on the show. Have you? Um, yeah, you know, somebody texted in. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I just used to write a little... Um, what was it called? I don't even know what it was, was it, called. It was, was just it like a, little... a northerner's view? <laughs> no, that would have been good, though, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> Maybe I should suggest that to them and see if they rehire me. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just like Bargain a little... tips? That, that's another one. Oh, I bet it was Hang called on, Pennywise. That's, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. It was so it called Pennywise. He's actually used the name hey. Pennywise <laughs> as a pen name. Oh, that'd be and good. It My has, does plume it, should be Pennywise. It has things like light a match. When mom. you go to the bathroom to save on air freshener, Frank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a fine line. And lighting. <laughs> what a way to go. That, that all went up. Um, yeah, and uh, my mum used to read a, a magazine called The People's Friend, which sounds like something that Stalin would have <laughs> And uh, there was an article there. Was, everything was written by women except one article, which was by The Man Who Knows. <laughs> <laughs> I hated The Man Who Knows. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. You never really said what your column was about, though. You think I'm going to let it go? <laughs> uh, it was a little short column just about, um, like, funny stuff, things oh. that I've thought. You're yeah, like, yeah, a humorist. Little, That's what something you're like <laughs> that, yeah, I suppose you could say. Um, I'm trying to think of what it was called now. It might have been was called it like, Brandrethian? Yeah, the cockerel very, crows. very similar. Was it the Cockerel I don't crows? think I was known as the Cockerel at that point, <laughs> but, okay. uh, you know. When would this have been? A couple of years ago, oh, I'm really? guessing. I'm surprised you never mentioned it before. Well, you know. Okay. 
I've had a. Oh, we had the, the boiler went this week. Oh, oh yeah. I hate it when yeah. that happens. I mean, we had a big argument, and she just. Walked. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 1973. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, How nice to see you again. And I, I said to my mother-in-law, can I smell your feet? Anyway, we'll leave it there. And um, she... Um, she uses a smoke alarm, a timer. That's was, one of my favourites. It was uh, it was awful because... Um, Why? Well, because we had no hot water and no heating in the house. And um, I know there'll be many people listening to this and saying, yeah, what's your point? Mm. But, I mean, we generally do have that. And I had a big, uh, I had a big sort of photo shoot type day, and I thought, well, I'm going to have to have a wash. Well, we can all relate to that. Yeah. Did you so, have to put the kettle on and have a wash? Well, what I did, I oh. thought, I'm going to have a cold shower. I can do it for one morning. Oh yeah. Oh, you so didn't I, do a prison wash, did you? I, it was. Um, so I put the shower on. Yeah. And I, I was, I, picture this. I was, I was naked. I opened the shower door. Did oh. you have to say that? I did. <laughs> uh, the, um, the sh- I opened oh. the shower door. I, no, I guess that if you're having a shower, I don't think you're I in there with a bathing suit. I can't get it out suits. of my head. <laughs> and I stood. I stood. Oh, <laughs> I still can't get it out of my head. I stood at the uh, <sighs> at the gate of the. Uh, I stood. At, I stood at the uh, the door of the shower, and it was like you know those men who jump from the rocks in Acapulco. <laughs> <laughs> that moment when they I, they must think I can't do this, mm-hmm. and then they jump. I thought. I just, I just can't, I can't get into this shower, and I didn't. <laughs> I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I was too. I couldn't do it. I love you this know, story I mean, about you not getting into in a fairness, shower. They usually do jump off those rocks at Acapulco, I which I think is what they say that they do. Apparently, their technique is they imagine the, their sort of spiritual self getting outside of their body, going behind, and then pushing them. Oh, yeah. Is that right? I tried that. I couldn't get in the shower. <laughs> your spiritual body couldn't push your real no, body. To be honest, up. there isn't much room in that uh, bathroom for the spiritual body to get out. <laughs> he didn't quite get out. He just sort of shuffled backwards a bit. Oh, right, so he was yeah. still partly... Not enough purchase. Yeah. I just, honestly... So what did you do then? Did you do prison wash at the sink? I did. Well, I had to wash because I was being photographed by the Sunday Mirror. Not it was quite all. a big thing. I had to change outfits and stuff, so they would have, mm-hmm. you know... You need to look box fresh for that. Well, exactly. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Do you like my penitentiary sheet shirt today? I do. do I, I like it when you dress um, a little bit like uh, you're pretending to be a boy so that you can get through a Shakespeare play without anyone finding out you're actually a princess. Because <laughs> we found out you're a princess many, many years ago. I think. <laughs> no, I do it. But you always look so well turned out. Thank you very much. Um, We've had a text, Frank, saying uh, from 411, saying, Feeling your plight, Frank. I've had no hot water since November the 30th. Brrr, cold showers, not funny. I just yeah. like the fact that it's got brrr long, in there. Yeah, but that's a long time, isn't it? It is a long time, and I like the mystery in there. Mm. Like, why? He's not yeah. telling us, or she. Yeah, um, but he, he might be homeless and he might just be out that real rainy spell we had in. He might be just talking <laughs> about that. <laughs> uh Oh, I don't know, I don't know how you've coped. What did you do? Baby wipes, let me guess. Baby no, wipes. No, no. Well, dry I, shampoo. What is? I what I did was I boiled a kettle, mm-hmm. and then I boiled another kettle, and then oh, I boiled another cool. kettle. I got I got over the sink, and I I did myself um, an injury at one piece <laughs> one piece at a time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that, that's, I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> it took ages, but yeah, I did myself in sections. You've said too much. <laughs> And, you know, it's oh, a bit like, like the that. fourth bridge. By the time you've washed <laughs> yeah. your hair, you have to start your feet again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, is it working now, the heating? It is. When I, when I got back, a, a man had been in. I bet yeah, that was joyous, very well turned it? out today, doesn't he? He looks clean as a whistle. Uh, there you go. Oh, so, but that, what, it's good to have these things now and again, mm-hmm. I think, because I had a hot shower this morning and I thought to myself, this truly is a wondrous thing mm. and marvellous that the water can be heated in, in this way by, yeah. me- by electrical equipment i never think that metal bird in sky exactly <laughs> um, i'll be thinking that again later i always you know i always have it when i watch cricket on the telly i always i will say to my, my girlfriend i go oh, i'll say can you believe these people are actually playing cricket now in a different country and we're watching as it as it's actually happening we're watching it we that bloke is there now he's doing that we can see him in collar 
Can I ask you a question, Frank? Do you book phone calls to Australia four days ahead? <laughs> I never phone anyone in Australia. Oh, okay. I thought it was Not one of my ashes. I can't. I thought it was one of my catchphrases. Was uh, it's amazing what they can do now? <laughs> but it, <laughs> it seems like it's. But I, I, I can go through all sorts of things. But when the cricket comes on the telly live, I, I am oh. beside myself, as my spiritual body would say. Hmm. When it was going to push, when me. there was enough room for him. Mm. The thing that blows my mind is there's, um, you know, some hotels have mirrors that don't steam up. They've put a thing behind. Is the that actual, right? Al? You know, you have a shower and you get yes. out and you expect a mirror to be steamed up. I was in yeah. a hotel the other day and just had a big circle where my face would be totally non-steamy, and I just think, how do they do that? That's amazing. That's incredible. Oh, amazing that. what they can do now, isn't it? What well, do you think that's fastening on the glass? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Who's been in that hotel room before you? Maybe that's what it was. Oh yeah. dear. But I'd missed that. I, I missed that bit when you sort of uh, you scrape it. a bit out. You know, <laughs> missed. Yeah, I, I, when you scrape a bit out, so you can see your uh, your face. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. It's like the opening to some sort of crazy eighties pop video. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. Frank, I have some news in. It's not quite a hold. News, do you? It's not quite a hold in my hand. This piece of paper, but (laughs) nugget. I spoke this morning (laughs) with the German Chancellor Herr Hitler. I did, but that's none of your business. Okay. Um, Nugget has tweeted us. He's touchy, isn't he? Guess what? Go on. Kokaliki's column was called Alan's wallet. No, it wasn't. (laughs) That was Nugget's joke, not mine. Okay. It was called. Little Epiphanies. Uh, Am I correct, Nugget says? That's right, yeah. <gasps> well done, Nugget. Little Epiphanies. I mean, a column entitled Little Epiphanies is still available, should there be any publishers <laughs> listening. <laughs> How long were you in the Digest? Uh, I don't know, I think about a year, a year and a half, something like that. Um, I've decided I'm going to start reading it again. I'm going to subscribe today. I'm not, I'm not in it now, so... No, that's why I'm going to start reading <laughs> Ouch! No, I, uh, I've, I don't know if I've, I used to read it in, you know, in waiting rooms, to that yeah. traditional way of reading it. Now I'm going to go back. Anyway, look, I, um, I, uh, I went to um, Hayes last weekend after the show. Oh. Um, which is an area of, well, it's not an area of London, is it? Is it? Does it qualify? I'm not the right person, darling, yeah. for outside nice London day. information. It was a nice day. It was a nice day. I thought, did you make haze while the sun shines? I, oh, I, I, oh. I walked into that. Um, now, what happened was that there's a company called Autographia, and they uh, stage um, sort of autograph and photo sessions. Oh, mm-hmm. do they? Quite, so they take over a hotel, kind of, and have lots of famous people in. And they sort of, um, you know, people queue up to have the photo to and pay and stuff. Mm. Anyway, I'd been tipped off that Boz Aldrin, the second man on the moon, <gasps> uh, was going to be there. Oh. And uh, as, as, you, as, as, you may, as you may know, my, my son is, uh, is named after Boz Aldrin. Mm. He's called Boz. <laughs> you see, um, I, didn't, uh, I didn't try and mess about with it. I just did that. And, um, real, and so, na- real name? And so, um, of Buzz Aldrin, Edwin. Oh, lovely! Yes, um, although there was a nickname for him, it's, it's the proper mm-hmm. name for my son. Uh, and in fact, um, well, anyway, I so I, I, I got a photograph of, ah. um, well, me, I had, I had to hold it, had to hold Buzz because the original Buzz is 84, and mm-hmm. I think he's a great man, but I wasn't going to trust him to hold my son. <laughs> <No. that age. laughs> I mean, even if he has got some sort of engineering degree, still. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And if he did some terrible injury and you had to spend the rest of your life saying, well, weirdly enough, he was dropped by the man he was named after. <laughs> Punchline and, would wear thin. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, I, I never know whether Boz at 84 might think that weightlessness is still... <laughs> you know, he might just like let him go for a bit of a laugh. <laughs> did so you anyway, tell him he was named after him? I did. I said, <gasps> um, so I, what said happened? I named him after you. And he said... Um, he looked at me uh, oh. to say, what's his name? And I said, it, it's, it's Boz. And he, he said, double, double Z. <laughs> and I said, uh, I thought either he's, he's, he's knows some odd alternate spellings or mm. he's fallen asleep. <laughs> and that's him snoring. <laughs> Snores in a sort of speech bubble kind of a way. And I said, um, yeah, double Z. And he went, hi, Boz. And then went straight into the post for the... For the photo, oh. but it was very exciting, and I'm, I've got this photo, and I'm so pleased and thrilled to have this photo, big boss, little boss. And I showed it to someone. And they said, "Oh, you should have had a, like a boss like you." Oh, it's, there's only two of them now, out of the three. Mm. 
I was oh, who said that? That man from McFly? I was dragged down. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've had a good text in from Ian Angel. Is it Angel we decided it was? Angel, yes, I think it was, yeah. Ian Angel. Regular texter often comes up with a funny pun. He does. Here we go. How about that? You wait ages for a buzz and then two turn up at once. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> you see, that's why Top I can't quality. read us. Yeah, exactly. The elation on Frank's face at the oh, pun. Oh, I love it. So I love when, it. when you went to the hotel full of people that were going to be giving out autographs, mm. was there not a slight danger that people might have thought you were going to be like well, room yeah. 406 well, signing I've, out I've autographs? I thought about this because everybody there... Um, you, you don't less famous. You don't get fr- no. Buzz Aldrin was less famous. Um, but for example, there was a, wall, a whole wall of um, the girls from Octopussy. Is that right? And they were signing photos of them. You know, Octopussy the Bond. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Confused. Did you get their autographs then? It, 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 it isn't a local club. <laughs> that's I'm what confused think. that there's a whole wall of them, like rather than like you mean like sitting at a desk. Or well, something? they're at desks. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So they sit under pictures of themselves. Oh, I don't, they haven't um, got bikinis at desks, have they? No, I can't no. abide that. They sit under a big poster of themselves. How they looked in Octopussy. Oh, dear. oh that it's must be cruel. nice for them. It's very cruel, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Not photographs of me, age six. Sixteen, looking hot. <laughs> yeah. oh but they signed. They, they were um, they were fifteen pounds uh, for their for a signed photo of them. And I I did sign quite a few um, th- autographs while I was there. And I did think Are they free. Well, obviously, I'm not going to say. <laughs> someone said you can have your autograph. Yes, that'll be twenty pounds, please. I couldn't, you know. I mean, if, it's, if you're in, if you're in an event, that's mm. like people giving out the free newspapers outside newsagents. It feels like you shouldn't really do it there. Like you sort of, well, I didn't. Oh, Alan, say, save that. Save that for your Pennywise column. <laughs> <laughs> that's next month. <laughs> Uh, have you had a little epiphany? <laughs> <laughs> well, get out. Do you know what, Frank? I'm just... It, I'm so glad. I do love the name Buzz anyway. Yes. But I'm glad you named him after Buzz and not Neil. Because that's a bit boring, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Mm. And also, it's, it's setting the bar too high, isn't it, the first man? Yeah. You don't yeah, want to spend a whole life trying to be... So, Buzz has had... Um, he's looking quite well, Buzz Alter. He's we had, just saw the photographs, actually. Yeah, he's, he has yeah, had a... Really he's, well. he's had a... He's Deep had a, tan. He's had a facelift. Frank, you can't say that. No, he had, he, I think he owned up to it. He was oh, asked in the paper about it, and he said um, that the G-force, all that G-force had, had slackened his gels. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he was... I think he was joking. I'm pretty confident he was joking. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Uh, it was it was really exciting and uh, it, it was great. I, I I couldn't help thinking, am I when I'm eighty, am I going to be wearing an England football shirt <laughs> and sitting photo <laughs> signing photos somewhere next to Mini Franks? There are worse ways to go, aren't there? I think mm. it was all right. Don't have a facelift though, Frank. Bozzy's autograph, um, by the way, in case you're wondering, three hundred and fifty quid. What? You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us. Go on, we've already had some good ones this morning oh, yeah. on 8.12.15. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the Absolute Radio website. We've had a, uh, an email in from Richard Hatch. Hi, Frank. How about this for a mind bender then? You sitting at home watching the cricket, mm-hmm. and because of the huge difference in the speed of light and sound, you hear the thwack of leather on Willow before the people in the stands. Well, it blows my mind anyway. Is that right? No, Rich, first time writer, medium time reader. I love Richard. Oh, if yeah. that's right, that is even. That's... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm... <laughs> that's absolutely stunning. Mm. I once... Um, I was at the um, World Cup and we were watching... Um, we d- I didn't go to every game, but... So one of the games we watched in a, an outdoor cafe mm. in South Africa. And there were several other outdoor cafes on the same street. Yeah. Uh, all watching it on big screens. And every big screen was like a slightly different timing. <laughs> so you'd be watching, you'd think, oh, this is a good attack. You'd be like, oh, so you knew they'd missed. In the, it was 
the whole time it, thing went. It was a spo- it was a spoilers fest. It was. It was like uh, it went timey wimey and all that. I couldn't. Apparently, we've had another t- um, text in regarding Buzz's autograph prices. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, eight seven seven, three fifty was his lowest price. A mission inscription was extra. If you wanted his autograph on something that already had Armstrong and Collins' signature, it was nearly nine hundred and fifteen pounds. It's funny how it goes off if, it, if it's on with the other two. He knows. He obviously knows what they're worth, doesn't yeah. he? So if you get all three... Mm-hmm. Well, Col- I was saying earlier, Collins is the worst, let's be honest. Oh, what? Well, come on. <laughs> it was in that stupid little thing. It was like a little sidecar on Wallace and Gromit. It wasn't yeah, even the proper was... craft. You <laughs> couldn't even get on the main one. If you I believe ever... I called him the designated <laughs> driver of that. No, but it's a bit like having... like In, in the films, the person who's driving the car for the two... For yeah. the two mobsters, yeah. so they, they come running out the bank and yeah. he's waiting. He's obviously, he's often quite a nice guy. He's been sort yeah. of grabbed in. He's just, you know, mm-hmm. he's struggling a bit at home and he just needs the money. He's, he's not prepared to go in there with a gun, but he will drive the car. Mm. That's how I'm seeing Michael Collins. And also, my son's called Boz Cody Collins. So oh yeah, you're uh, right. I should have gone Boz and Neil Collins, and then oh, but that would have been, been an extra nine hundred quid. The registrar told me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. We also had somebody text saying, "I saw you at the Autographica show held in Hayes." Um, <laughs> brackets London Borough of Hillingdon for some reason. Oh, well, that's because I wasn't sure where it was. Yeah. Oh, really? Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, carrying little Buzz. <laughs> Spaceman Aldrin changed his name by deed poll uh, to Buzz some years ago. 350 to to £1,000 for his autograph must have made it well worth the change. And then a smile. Well, I spoke to... He just got fed. I suppose he thought, I'll save time if I don't have to do those inverted commas around, oh, yeah. uh, around Buzz. Oh, <laughs> so he's yeah. Thinking, he's thinking time. <laughs> I once had this conversation. Who checks up on you if you don't change your name? I was talking to um, Sarah Cox, and Mm. she used to be Sarah with an H. I've thought of this before, and then she changed it to Sarah with just S-A-R-A. I don't know, but it might be the 90s. And I said, um, think of the time you've saved um, (laughs) signing autographs (laughs) um, by not having to do that H. And I said, if we contacted H from Steps, (laughs) asked him how many time, how long he'd spent signing autographs, we could work out exactly how much time you'd (laughs) save. Interesting piece of mathematics, I thought. What what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, so far. Now, look, I was talking to Bruce Sandless, who was the first man to walk in space with that, on one one of those walks where it's uh, machine-driven, you're not on a lead. Oh, oh they don't so count. Really I, don't, I hate those Oh, ones. no, they're the really dangerous, exciting. Oh, are they? Oh, I like they're them They're all then. frightening. But he said that over breakfast or something, Boz had been saying that he was thinking of changing his name by indeed, Paul, to Boz Lightyear Aldrin. <laughs> <laughs> That's, he's covering every I bet, possible... I bet, I bet there was money, money involved, wasn't there? Oh, God, I love him. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I'll tell you what we haven't talked about this morning. Well, that could be a long list. <laughs> um, the conscious uncoupling. Oh, uh, yes. That was a phrase none of us knew before this week. No, I bet, um, I bet Buzz Aldrin's done a bit of conscious <laughs> uncoupling, hasn't he? All right. When, you know, when they, when they, yeah, when they yeah, separate yeah. from the mothership. I bet you've done a few unconscious couplings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dare, you, dare you say that to me. In the Perno years, not not recently. And the Perno years are the hardest. Um, they had, so they decided to split yes, up. Yes, it's Chris Martin and um, Gwynny Pig, as we yeah. like to call her. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. And they went, um, they went civilised, didn't they? Very. I don't like civilised, I like lawsuits. Well, you could join the rest of the media who do not like (laughs) civilised because people have really reacted badly. Putin's had better press than they have this week. I know. He hasn't split up. And Kim (laughs) Jong-un. Has Putin split up? Call me. I think so. (laughs) Call (laughs) you. He looks all right. Um, But they've... So, yeah, he bought her a picture of a bird in flight to celebrate the new stage in their relationship. Oh, like the bird mm-hmm. flown. Yeah. Yeah. And they were, they've gone on holiday, which is pretty impressive. That's, that's for this, for, to celebrate this, not to celebrate, but to... Just have a little... I think it was like a little calm before the storm thing of going, right, let's it's just... It's to celebrate the, the new stage we'll the in world. their relationship. Yeah. Oh, I see. I like to bake a pedigree jump pie to celebrate the new stage in the relationship. <laughs> I don't... Under, I'm, I'm actually impressed by them. I think I'm it's impressed. amazing if you can pull that off. Yes. But I can't, I'm afraid. I'm too bitter. People are bitter that they're mm. trying to pull it off. Aren't yeah. they? It seems like the, m- much of their bad press is about them just trying to be nice, I think. That seems yes. like people really resent that if you try and like act like a grown-up and 
No, I think I, 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 I like a bit of uh, the conscious uncoupling and all the niceness. Yes, I think. So. I mean, I did. Be, I must say, mm. I wouldn't let any husband of mine who was in a band um, feet Rihanna. <laughs> you remember when they did the song that feet Rihanna? Yes, I do remember feet yeah, Rihanna. Once I saw on his on his list of you know where I'm going today. Are we going to do China? What's it, China Prince or something? Yeah. Once I saw Feet Rihanna, I'd say, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I see, love that's become like, a new euphemism. You've been like, all night feeding Rihanna. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Sam Ferguson used to use it, I think. <laughs> Johnny Bryan, what's he called? Um, Very no, good reference, Frank. I, I, uh, I wouldn't have let that go, I must mm. say. They said that, um, what, that there's two people playing teacher now. Yeah, one student and one's teacher. Mm -hmm. Oh, there was one student, one teacher. Are they both teachers now? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what they're saying. They're taking it in turns to teach each other about themselves. They made a big fuss about it. I think they're homeschooling, basically, is the short answer. (laughs) The Daily Mail laid into them for two people playing teacher. They thought that was It's a commonplace phrase amongst my friends in the S&M community. (laughs) 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 Well, then it's fine. Yeah, I don't know why they made such a big fuss about (laughs) it. I do, I just feel sorry for them that what is nice about a breakup, let's be honest, is you do get the licence to be quite horrible about someone, mm. just for a couple of months. It's like about a 90-day period, I think, isn't it? The hatred bender. And I think that's OK. I think it's good to get... I mean, they probably are being horrible, they're behind the yeah. scenes, mm-hmm. aren't they? I would yeah. Thought. They're keeping quite dignified in the public eye, though, aren't they? I mean, they've got the kids. they got... Yeah. Um, they've got Apple and Moses yeah. to worry about. Apple will be fine. She's strong, strong inside. I like you two. You've got, got a bit of Phil and Holly on this morning. Uh, yeah. Apple's got a strong core, <laughs> I think. Um, oh, very good. <laughs> oh. And Moses, I think, is on tablets at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Puns and sympathy, I can't bear this. <laughs> I like Apple and Moses, though. It's like they're, they're, they're marking off a biblical time. Line. <laughs> Apple, Moses. <laughs> Sadly, they never got to the New Testament. <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Email Corner. We've arrived. We have. I have moored our boat. Should we start with um, Liam from Liverpool? I I like like the alliteration. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think he might be one of my regulars. Um, Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. Or Steve, delete as appropriate. Oh, that's cold. Um, I was just reading BBC News, and after reading a story on the friend of the show, Kim Jong-un, I wanted to know the team's thoughts on the new North Korean law requiring all men to get the same haircut as their glorious leader. Would, dear leader, I believe he's called, isn't he? Would you be That's willing his most common. Yes, he, he has several, I think. Dear leader. I think brilliant leader is another one as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bashful leader. That's yeah. one of the ones that they barely use. Fat leader. <laughs> oh. so they call him the fat controller. <laughs> uh, would you be willing to style yourself after the great man? What about miserable leader? No. Um, would I be happy... Well, um, we should explain if people don't know. Well, most people know this story, don't they? He's ma- he's made um, haircut rules, hasn't he? Yeah. So in, traditionally, I think the, the ex- pre-existing rules um, were that there were eighteen styles Acceptable, for me- yeah. women, mm-hmm. ten for men. You know those? Yeah. Some, do you remember the days when you go to a hairdresser's and there'd be a book that you'd look through with pictures of mm. people up, and you'd say, "I'll have that, please," and they'd do it for you. There must be an 18-page book in every North Korean um, yeah. hairdresser, and you just pick one of the... I suppose I like you just... That. And they all look like they're under police investigation. I imagine mm-hmm. you say, I'll have two number 18s, and um, <laughs> have you got any prawn crackers? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, you get you get done like that. Yes, you do get done like that, Frank. Yes, you do. Uh, so you can take it off air. Um, Let us trim our hair in accordance with the socialist lifestyle. Is that what it Which says? is what I believe you said to me. No, it's what you said once. Um, well, no, what that's the, what he says, yeah. This, the one thing I like about communism is the lack of freedom. <laughs> oh, here we go. I like the fact, I don't know about you, but when I go into the mm. hairdressers... Too much choice. And the bloke <laughs> says, uh, OK, what do you like? I always mm-hmm. think, oh, just get on with it. Yeah. 
And and the other week, I went into a head. Well, not, I, I, S- said I, I never. <laughs> and, and and I said to the guy, what do I always say? I always say number three back and sides a little bit off the top. That's what that's what my oh, style I'd love is. That. I'd love a style. Number I'd three back and sides. And he said, uh, oh, I think four. Oh. And I thought, don't ask. It's not a. We're not bartering on my <laughs> haircut. All oh, right. This yeah. is what I want. I said, no, no, I want three. What's the difference and, you know, with four? Well, four it's is a slightly bit longer, longer, so but you Frank, know what? Frank would have to go back again sooner, and I'm the one that's considered thrifty. Hmm? <laughs> well, is that his motivation? No, yeah, I, I like I, I, Pennywise. That's something for your column. I reckon uh, Kim Kim Jong Un. I reckon he's uh, he's two. I reckon t- two all round, maybe even he one goes all round. Two at the sides, yeah. He's got the buzz cut. Well, they call it the Chinese smuggler. Do I, they? If yeah, I, that's if what I it's called. If I met Kim Jong Un, I wouldn't be able to resist just rubbing my hand against the grain <laughs> of his hair on the sides just to feel that lovely uh, spike. I ever thing. met Kim Jong Un, I wouldn't be able to resist full stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I can see myself in the compound. You no, know what I th- I think he looks. Um, I think he looks cool. I mean, if you're going to have a haircut, cool. if you're going to have a haircut imposed on you, I, I'd be happy with Make that. Cool one, yeah. I prefer that to Kim Jong um, Il. Because he had the Dallas Buffon. That was to make him look taller. How was it? Yeah. I mean, we should all think ourselves, considering that Kim Jong Un has got nuclear weapons, we should think <laughs> think ourselves lucky he hasn't imposed this on the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> if I see anyone on a tally or anything doesn't have this haircut, oh, I'm going to wipe out the planet. <laughs> Where's my clippers? This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Kim, Kim Jong Un here on Absolute Radio this morning. Yes. Natch, natch. I see. I don't know. I mean, I think you would pass muster, Frank. Mm. Don't you think? Can in the Republic, because your I, hair is regulation. Can I just do my uh, Kim Jong Just for anybody that hasn't got a webcam, we all stood throughout that. <laughs> That's a friend of the show for world leaders. <laughs> Kim Jong-un is a friend of the show. I think he is in a way, isn't he? Mm. Along with um, Ross Noble and Britain's Fattest Man. <laughs> he contributes. Extraordinary. Yeah. Contributes. Yeah, and uh, Peter the Wild. Anyway, mm. let's not list all the friends of the show. Yeah, but I don't think Alan would uh, pass muster. No. Well, we've had a text in saying, um, what, what do you do in North Korea if bald? And uh, I... But not in North Korea, but in life. I would be delighted by baldness. I, I hate my own hair. Do you know... I could, sorry, I'll continue. I think I've had five good hair days in my entire life, and they've been completely random. What you need to do is offend someone in the Russian government. Yes. You'd be bald in six weeks. <laughs> Eat some sushi. <laughs> um, I like your hair with a bit of length. Thanks. I, uh... I went for a haircut recently and tried to do the thing that my wife does of taking a picture along and saying, I want this haircut. And I googled men's short hairstyles and about 400 pictures of Brad Pitt come up. And you think, <laughs> well, he could have any hairstyle and he looks good. David yeah. Beckham and Brad that's Pitt. That's cruel as well. And then one of a guy with a really funny afro. <laughs> that was it. That's that's the lot. Also, Couldn't they shouldn't show Brad Pitt. That's like those octopusy women having to pose under the pictures of them right. age 22. Well, I tried that. I just I just put in hairstyles, and um, I got about 5,000 pictures of Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a spelling thing. <laughs> I'd love hairstyles. I'd love hairstyles like his. You know, I had a He's haircut. Got nice hair, I had a haircut when I was on tour once, yeah, and I went into the uh, I went into the barbers, and he said, "How do you want it cut?" And I looked at there was a poster of me on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> outside, so I have it like that, <laughs> and he did. He just he did it like that. Perfect. Picture of me with it short. I mean, but life is not always like that. No. Oh, can I just mention? You were asking, what do you do if you're bald? Yeah. Um, I in, in you, North Korea. Though, yeah, this is not North, a general. This no, is not, just this in is, general. This is not the texting. <laughs> Very easy. Smoke Lost a cigar the is the answer to that. No, if you're bald in North Korea, I know the answer to that. Apparently, you're allowed to grow your hair up to seven centimeters long to hide the balding. What about if you're completely bald? What about if you like poor old Duncan Goodju, if he fell out of a train in North Korea? <laughs> um, they got them. <laughs> what, he, what would he have found? They'd have just caught him and took him straight to prison. I imagine so, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem fair to me. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I'm not done with KJ yet. Okay. KJU. Yeah, KJU. <laughs> 
Um, well, two things I'd like to point out. One was one of the quotes which I enjoyed from one of the Koreans was, "Our leader's haircut is very particular, if you will." <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound like a man under pressure at all? Um, but the other thing is, we've had uh, a tweet in from Eddie who says everyone, without exception, should have to have a bald head and the same selection of wigs, e.g., Monday beehive, Tuesday mullet, etc. What do you think of that? I think. Uh would it actually say Monday on it, like, like you know, like children's like children's pants, yeah. <laughs> you know, bibs with the Monday? Uh, that'd be just everyone has Monday on their head. Yeah. Um, I, um, what I like the idea of everyone having their head shaved, I think, has probably got pluses. I mean, that'd be the um, the mm. lice thing would be wiped out. It's a great leveler aesthetically as well. You know where you stand with people, the don't you? The problem is people who manufacture swimming hats would be furious because <laughs> their business would be in ruins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, I I don't see why we have to have the same wigs. Why we couldn't have a, a variety of different ones? But yeah. everyone with the same hairstyle in one day would look pretty startling. It'd be great fun, wouldn't it? I mean, men and oh, women as well. It. So everybody's got it. So it's a fabulous art house movie. Mm-hmm. But I'd make it. I wouldn't do short. I'd have to be like Dog the Bounty Hunter or something. I want every, every man, then? woman and child has oh. to have hair like Dog the Bounty you Hunter. Know what? You fine. took a photo of Dog the Bounty Hunter into your hairdresser and said, I want this. That, that would make me so happy for the following week, I think. Does, really he, do- does he dye his hair, Dog the Bounty, dog the Bounty oh, what Hunter? What do you think, Frank? Um, I don't know. You, you do get natural blonde people. <laughs> Okay. Liam Gallagher. I'd like Liam Gallagher hair. It's thick, in it? I just basically get jealous of people with thick hair. Martin mm. Freeman. Oh, no. Thick. They're, 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 they're hot. They suffer in the summer, though, people with the hot <laughs> Do hair. Do they? Hot hair, that's... Yeah. They get hot hair. That's what my my girlfriend... Whenever we watched um, um, the X Factor in the old days, mm. Cheryl Cole would come on. She'd go, oh, hot hair. And I she think. does look... It looked like she's wearing... You know, have you ever been out running in a woolly hat and thought, I wish yeah. I'd worn this, it's yeah. too hot? Mm. That, that's what they're like all the time, those people. Oh, really? Oh, I don't want that then. I'm backtracking. <laughs> Glad you've made me see the error of my ways. You don't need to worry. Their hair arrives in a cab separately to them. It's fine. Oh, does it? Yes. I'm not even going to say allegedly. It just does. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we do another email? Yes. Let's, let's do it. Um, well, I like the sound of a paper. It makes it sound all <laughs> offline. <clears throat> Allow me. Okay. Uh, hi all. I've been listening Heil. to your podcast. Is this Heil? Hi all. Oh god. Higher. Pause. I find all, the, the greeting Heil comma uh, not as popular as it was, <laughs> especially after the chat about shaved heads. Exactly. Um, hi all. I've just been listening to your podcast from January 2013. In between Saturday listenings, the joy of the podcast is mm. that we're out there historically as well, isn't it? Mm. And took is note. That the joy? I don't know. And took note of your New Year's resolutions for last year. How did they go? For this Here year? They, no, for last year. Oh. For 2013. Here they oh, all are, goodness. in case you have forgotten. Well. Okay. Frank, have a second attempt at drinking two litres of water a day and try to pickle herring. I'm so glad there was two litres of water a day. I thought that was just to have a second attempt at drinking. <laughs> well, it's funny, she said, because what's happened with the drinking um, two litres of water a day is I've done a bit of a... Well, I've had a bit of a what would Jesus do? <laughs> I've turned the water to non-alcoholic wine. I'd say I'm getting through two litres of that most yeah, evening. Yeah. Back, yeah. We gave you a crate, didn't we? As for the herring, I think I've accepted now. I, I wasn't born to souse. Did you try, mm. though? You did try. I, I had a... Um, I had a go. Lovely. And uh, inedible. The Guardian. <laughs> Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Frank, you've uh, had a second attempt at drinking two litres of water a day and tried to pickle herring, so... Um, they both that, that was your New Year's resolution for January 2013. Epic fail. Mm. Here we are in 2014. Emily, jump out of bed in under three seconds every morning. Depends who's there. <laughs> <laughs> can be very swift <laughs> indeed. Do you have a moment can of be, going, <laughs> <laughs> can be so swift you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> um, have you kept, it was this thing that you, your alarm goes yeah. off and then you lie there. You I really tried. There? I hit the snooze button. On life sometimes. But, um, I, I never hit the snooze button. I know. Well, this is what I admire in you, Frank. I'm, I'm afraid it's at least five to ten on oh, the snooze really? still. No. Uh, Sorry about that, Frank. How long do you have exactly before you get up? You just get straight up. I, 
Well, sometimes I'll have like if I've had night nurse, it takes me three or four minutes just to get my bearings. <laughs> <laughs> But, You've got your panic button, though. But um, if I'm in another... If I'm sleeping somewhere else, sometimes you get that, where am I? Mm. Oh, I hate that. But I'm... And then you wake up and Dr. Bounty never, Hunter's I, next to you. I would <laughs> always be um, out within four minutes, Max. Really? That's what, two, from, two lots of snooze. One snooze is five. From waking to standing. Mm. Yeah. Ha, do you do snooze? No. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Calm a, down. I'm awake. I'm up. <laughs> Oh. Especially on Saturday mornings for this, oh, I put the I put the phone quite far away from the bed with the alarm on. Good so idea. I have to get up to Good get. Well, to they it. tell you not to sleep within it with uh, within a meter of your brain. Is that right? Phone. Yeah, really. So, you know, it rots it during the night. Oh well, I don't stay in hotel rooms that are that big, so <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I they're don't a bit believe that. I just put them in my sock. <laughs> <laughs> That's a meter, isn't it? Did you read that in one of your New Age magazines? I don't believe that phone thing. Do you not believe it? No. Okay. Anyway, we could uh, get some my New Year's resolution. Yes, what was yours? Well, it says, Alan, get a stretcher and a question mark, exclamation mark, which I think might be one of our comedy riffs. I think we might have been improvising Mm. away, and I went, oh, yeah, I want a stretcher. What happened to our comedy (laughs) riffs? I think they peaked in January 2013. (laughs) Yeah, they were were good. But it also (laughs) says, and prioritise sleep. I remember being roundly mocked for that. Prioritising sleep. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a great New Year's resolution to get some good sleep. <laughs> Prioritising <laughs> You sleep. mocked it. <laughs> I but still then, find it funny. Newsflash, 2014, oh, my yeah. wife bought me a special pillow for my birthday. Oh, yeah. She reckons you get 25% better sleep using this special pillow, and I am feeling much better rested. So there you go, Let, newsflash. Let, let, let's, let's, uh, let's leave it there for a bit. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna, let's just, just think about that. Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Don't look at me. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to look at you because it's yeah. the top of the hour. I thought you were oh, going to tell them who we I were to, and how to, to get in to touch get with us and all that I need stuff. to get some bandages on these wrists. All right. So, um,. Oh yeah, top of the hour. Yeah, well, yeah. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Mm-hmm. Uh, text us on a twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Well remembered, Cockrell. Beautifully done, may I say? Beautifully done, <laughs> our honourable leader. What a pro. Uh, dear leader. Yeah, dear I've leader. Bubble, I've got bubbles in my tea. Dear oh, leader, right. I married him. Frank, um, I don't like these bubbles. It's from, uh, it's from Jane Eyre. I've uh, I've got some sad no, news it's, for it's, you and I. It's from Jane Austen, actually. No, dear leader, I married him. No, it's not. It's dear reader. That's Jane Austen, isn't it? Dear leader, I married him. I think is Jane. Oh. Jane isn't it Jane? Oh. Is this today's oh. texting? Maybe is you're this right, quote right. from Jane Austen or Jane Eyre? <laughs> uh, let's find it's out. Very commercial radio. I, I'm happy to be. Um, uh, proved wrong. I've got some bad news By, for uh, you and I, actually, Frank. Bron- Bronte. Bronte, which is what Kim Jong Un calls Debbie Harry. Can you just say anything, that, Alan? Just say anything. <laughs> Here's the bad news for a, a couple of uh, double hard, like macho alpha male guys like me and Frank Skinner. Yeah. Apparently, there's a new hardest man in the world in town. Um, it's a New Zealand doctor who stitched his own leg up after a shark attack, Whoa. and then. Oh, I love it. I mean, this is the bit. The the real. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Breaking news. Oh yeah. Frank's right. Am I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he then went that's to the my, pub yeah. for a beer. He got bitten by a that's shark. That's my ringtone sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's right. <laughs> me, me saying Frank's right. That'd be good. Uh, his name's James Grant, and he was spearfishing near Colac Bay in New Zealand uh, when he, as he tells it, something letched onto my leg. I'm going to do the voice all wow. the way through because you know I did my Australian last week, so yeah, this week I think we should do New Zealand. It was. Uh, Inconceivably, it seemed even worse. He then swam to shore and stitched up his leg using a first kit, first aid kit. I'd just gotten into the water, killed a fish, and something latched onto my leg. Doctor Grant told the That's BBC. Great. I like the oh. order of things. That's Here the food go. chain, isn't it? Right there. <laughs> I killed a fish. Something latched onto <laughs> my leg. It's just happening. And then I thought it might have been one of my diving buddies. Turn around, big shark had latched on. What I did was, I just put a couple of little stitches in to take it back I'm together. I it's absolutely unbearable. Yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely unbearable. It's the new uh, Australian show. I thought that was all right, wasn't it? 
No, it's not alright. It's awful. Oh, one of mm. my diving bodies. That's you know, what they have, though. They have diving bodies. Yeah, you know, I, you have to I go down in pairs. You can't go on your own. I don't and have any diving. diving bodies, I must say. <laughs> I have Imagine Frank going diving. Something I don't have. If you don't have. swim, you wouldn't have diving bodies, would you? Oh, shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> As it says in Isaiah, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways your ways. That's Is what that, I feel about this man. Sure, that's not Charlotte Bronte. I love this man. <laughs> No, it's. Um, I love this. I like it when oh, he went to the local pub and they gave him a bandage because he was dripping blood on the floor. <laughs> yeah, you can't apply that rule. He's some so pubs, foster that. Some pubs in the north will just be full of bandages if they do that. Well, dripping a, blood. An old mate of mine, uh, Shane, he was a felt roofer, and um, perhaps I'll tell his story after. after I like this, a felt so roofing right. anecdote. Yes. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Talking about this Aussie, well, you might have thought he was South African. No, New Zealand. It was Kiwi. Oh, I'm sorry, he was Kiwi. I was doing a very accurate Kiwi, I think. Mm. Well, I'm I'm essentially um, testosterone intolerant. (laughs) But I have a... I did something quite similar to this when I was on a walking holiday with my girlfriend. Oh, let's hear what this is. Stitched yourself up and fought off a shark (laughs) on a walking holiday. And then walked into a pub (laughs) with your leg dripping with blood. I think I said something similar. And say exactly the same. <laughs> All right. So what did you do? Well, I went. Um, we were going on a walking holiday, the coast to coast, in which you walk from the yeah. um, from the uh, east coast to the west coast. Oh across, yeah. Across the Lake District, and mm. Yorkshire Lovely. Dales, etc. Beautiful. And um, I thought, well, I won't bother buying any walking boots. I've got oh, those no. uh, those big chunky boots I used to wear in the eighties. Those bright red. Do you remember no. Art? Do you remember there was a, a shoe company called Art? No. Used oh. to make big chunky metal things. I think I know the sort of thing you mean. Yes, the sort of thing that you'd see um, people in Camden wearing. Like sort of oh, radioactive no. Doc Martens, I oh, know them. Yeah, no. but like with lots of metal on and big chunk. Anyway, so oh, I wore absolutely, those. Absolutely disgusting. Anyway, so I walked in those and I got very bad blistering. <laughs> and um, so what I did, and I, I heard this as an army thing, I sat, uh, I sat with Kath that night and I got, I threaded a needle and cotton and what you do is you put the needle through the blister and then you drag what? the long length of cotton through the blister. And as the also cotton avoid buying a new pair of boots, just FYI. <laughs> as the cotton goes through, um, it, it soaks up the, um, the, the moisture liquid. from yeah. in the blister. About £29 you can get them from. So, <laughs> so, and I, I was doing it and um, Kath um, lay on the floor. And I said, what are you doing? She said, well, I've sort of, I've more or less fainted. <laughs> so um, I'm lying on the floor to avoid the drop, but I'm, I mean I know I'm about to faint, which which of course you don't believe in. I so don't believe even in fainting. More, even more of a I problem. Think, I think what she did was essentially fainting, except she forgot to just lie with her eyes shut and keep quiet, <laughs> which is what fainters do. What fainters do? Do you remember that song? No. Okay. And. Um, <laughs> And I, I did that. I drained them like that. I had a lot of. Um, I had a lot of. Yeah, a lot of puss-soaked cotton. <laughs> I, I'll say that. Please, what is wrong with you? Well, it, it did work though. They uh, they went down. It worked. Because, yeah, they just they went down to like you know when you find a bit of balloon after a balloon's burst. Yeah. If you don't find that the balloon. Did you find it quite satisfying? Oh. Um, I did. I find I found making a um, semi faint. <laughs> I thought it was uh, quite not, not the draining of the blisters bit. <laughs> the draining of the blisters. I, what I've done is I I, went, I stopped at a shop actually on the walking holiday and bought some walking boots. When he saw the boots, did I was you? walking in this blow. Oh. What does he say? He, he said, how, how far have you walked in these? And I said, um, 87 miles. He said, no, I, but in these. I said, 87 miles. He said, you haven't walked 87 miles in these. Have you come 87 miles and then started walking? I said, no, I've walked 87. He was absolutely astonished. And um, so the, my advice is, if you go on a walking holiday, take a needle and plenty of cotton. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. 
Absolute Radio. We've had some texts in. Frank is right. Needle and cotton is essential when walking. I've used it many times and recommend oh. it. Anna. Okay. Frank, I always do that with my blisters. It works from 526. What a day I've had. Dane Air. Oh, Needle you're and cotton so right blisters. Today. <laughs> Frank, Frank is Frank right. Lied right. I'm going to start calling <laughs> myself. If I was you, I'd be so happy about things like that, Jane Eyre. I just wake up in the middle of the night smiling about that. Yeah, what are you going to wake up uh, in the middle of the night thinking? That's none about of your business. Getting it wrong. That's none of your business. <laughs> okay. That's between me and Dog the Bounty Hunter. Someone's <laughs> texted about the felt roofer. Did we hear your felt oh, roofer yes. story? Thanks for that reminder. Yeah. Who texted that? Um, two four zero. Thanks two four zero. Yeah, you know, I had a friend who, um, a very close friend of mine, uh, called Shane, who was uh, who was a felt roofer, mm. and. Uh, I, we we went to a party. At, um, this was in my heavy drinking days. I, I dropped him off. We dropped him off um, at his house. I remember, he stood on the lawn and drank a whole bottle of uh, Blue Nun wine. Just <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's how said, they recommend you serve it. Uh, yeah, and I said <laughs> on right. a lawn. I said off oh. to bed now. Then he said no. He said I'm, I'm working. He said I got the fans picking me up in an hour and a half. Oh. So. Um, off, off, uh, off we went, and um, obviously we had a designated driver. Can I make that clear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He only had like three bottles. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this was this was the seventies uh, things. So, uh, we didn't know. Well, we knew actually. We did know. But anyway, so um, I, I went to the pub the, the following lunchtime, mm. um, and they, the, the, the gaffer said, "You haven't got your mate with you, have you?" Uh-huh. I said, uh, no, he's at work. He said, he isn't at work. He was in here early. He's in a right mess. <gasps> and he'd fallen off the, the roof. Oh, no. And uh, the, we got to this because he was saying about the sharp man had gone into the pub and they said, your leg's bleed, and they gave him a bandage. Um, so I went and found my mate. He's in the next pub down the road. And he had fallen off, off the roof. And um, he'd got, they'd taken him to hospital and said, we're going to give you a tetanus injection. And he, didn't, he doesn't like injections, so he ran away. But he was in there, he was sitting, drinking, and his nose was had moved about an inch and a half across his face. And he had three pieces of gravel stuck <laughs> in his forehead. <laughs> like some terrible bindi. Oh, man, it was, uh, he was a hard man. Mm. And I find, even if you're, if you're not a hard man, blue, blue non, it raises you up. <laughs> well, it obviously didn't raise him up, he fell. I like the idea that someone can fall off a roof and still be worried about an injection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and still got to the pub for 11. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he was, he was a hard man. Um, so, uh, I went for a very lovely meal uh, this week. I was bought, mm. as I was given a voucher for a um, for a restaurant. Groupon, yeah? No, it was... Um, no, he likes her lunch vouchers. Remember was... LVs? <laughs> ah, yes. That's, uh, that, remember that, um, what was that woman who used to... Uh, she was a madame. Oh, Cynthia Payne. Cynthia Payne, yes. Yeah. She, I've got my photo to She with was her. the ambassadress for lunch and vouchers. She was. Anyway, so... We, uh, well, at the end of, of the last series of Room 101, my gift, my end of series gift, mm-hmm. which can, can I say I didn't get one for um, my radio show, um, <laughs> The Rest is History this week, because it's an Avalon production, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless... Um, Expose the innards, why don't you? Yes, um, but they... Um, room 101... Your manager's uh, going to be sitting at home. A hat-trick production, they bought me uh, a, a, a meal in a lovely restaurant and a tour of um, Kew Gardens. Nice. That's a lovely gift. So we went, and I had I had pigeon as a starter. Oh no! And you know what? Was it a fixed mm. menu? No, did no. You, did you have to? It you was the, peckish. It was the best. I did that thing that, that Kath really hates. So I sat down and I said, "No, can we just establish one thing? I'm not paying for this meal, am I?" You didn't say that. I did say that. Because I can't enjoy a meal if I, it's supposed <laughs> I, to be I felt free. Absolutely ill. Really? The, I'm just thinking I can write that up pigeon. into my column. The pigeon was... Pennywise. Is it a little epiphany? No. It's a Pennywise moment, isn't it? Um, I've I've found a new respect for pigeons. Oh, pigeon pie is lovely, Frank. Oh, oh, it fell off the bone. Oh, it does. It tends to. Honestly. I prefer it in the pie to in flight. I'm not lying. Well, it wasn't actually in a pie. It was just just there. Pigeons. What, like pigeon what? Breast? Wing? What did you have? Well, I couldn't couldn't tell. Pigeon leg? I'm a big fan of... Pigeon meat. I'm eating a lot of grass-fed meat these days, but pigeons, they live off kebabs and bits of cake and litter, don't yeah, they? you do. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner.
Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Ooh, I went into a pub in Islington this week. Islington is a is a, an area of uh, North London. Yeah. I don't feel I should name the um, pub. Mm. Mm. Shall I? No. Probably, uh, probably what, a Weatherspoons knowing Mr. Happen? Pennywise over here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was only having a Vimto. <laughs> no, it'll be one of those nice organic pubs. Mm. Uh, no, I'll tell you what was organic. I walked in there, um, immediately I walked in there and I thought, what is that smell? Oh, no. And it was, there was a dog in there. <laughs> Were you on your own in this pub? No, no, I was oh. with a, a group of work colleagues. Oh. And uh, I, it must have been the management's dog because otherwise it would have been thrown out. You know when a dog smells to the point where it, it gets on your chest a bit. Oh. Mm. It was. I tell you what it reminded me of. I went to the Tyson Lewis fight in Memphis, <laughs> and after the fight there was a bit of an altercation in the crowd, and uh, an American policeman released tear gas. Oh yeah. Uh, which I thought was a bit of an overreaction. But I always thought with tear gas that it, it just really hurt your eyes. Um, but in fact, because I was quite near, I got, I got a lung full of tear. It really, really hurts your throat and makes you cough and it's mm-hmm. terrible. And honestly, th- this dog, I'd say, was worse. Oh, really? really? What breed? Filthy. <laughs> <laughs> it was black. Um, I, I, that's, the only, I, that's all I could help you with. Um, I, I don't know breeds. It like could have been cars. a white dog and it was just that dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's not when people say, what car is this? It's like grey colour, silver grey. Um, so it's a big black dog under... And honestly, how can that be allowed? Mm. What, the, the stench? Everyone had huddled at the very far wall away from it and nobody oh. was doing anything. It was a very British like a tube thing. with one of, those, one of those people on it. What did it smell of? Just dog? Just, poisonous acrid <laughs> zyklon b <laughs> type vile filth is what it um the guardian that's my review on <laughs> do you know that's ending up on someone's eider down tonight is that have you thought of that well oh. some poor woman sleeping with that well I, I imagine if you live with it for a while you just don't smell it mm-hmm. that's true but you know you're still in it. honestly it genuinely upset me it's the worst thing i've ever smelled in my life Mm, yeah. And um, including tear gas. <laughs> you know what? It was the Charles Lamb pub. <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Oh, I tell you what, I haven't told you about. I went to the Game of Thrones premiere um, recently. I say Game of Thrones premiere. They actually have a premiere now, just for the episode, just to show the episode. Really? What, yeah. one episode? Yeah. So not like a premiere. Season four. Frank will hate me seeing season. Season four, ep one. Nice. Industry. Yeah. Industry lingo. Ep. Were you going to suggest that, uh, that they should show the whole series at the premiere? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Box set. Whoa. Make a 12 hours. Have Bring to your sleeping bag. People just on the red carpet in their jogging bottoms. That'd be good, wouldn't it? No? All right. Talk Al Murray it. was there. Uh, okay. Jonathan Ross. Eddie Jordan, that's a rather random one. Yeah. Formula One boss. Um, but I was waiting for Jonathan. In case our listeners don't know, um, Game of Thrones is the... I'd say it's the soft porn Merlin. <laughs> Everyone knows Game of Thrones, but are you? And your friends in it, and you still don't watch it. I started watching it. Did because you? one of my friends, Buzzy's godfather, in yeah. fact, um, plays Lord Varys in it. But um, I really, really liked it. Oh. And I watched about seven episodes, and I thought this is great. And then something happened, and I missed a couple. And then you think I'll catch up, and then and, you never and then did. something next. Suddenly, there's five box sets ahead of you. You know what I mean? Right. And, you, and, and it's it's daunting. It's too dear, isn't it? You yeah, I'm not thinking that. Thought, I got, I've got, wait, actually, I've got. Um, wait until I get a voucher. I've got Sky on demand, so <laughs> I, get, I can get the whole thing free. Well, I got. And you know, someone who's in it could probably get their agent to send you. Speaking it. of Sky, can I just if any yeah. if there's any good artists, oh, you should, a little look pack. look at Sky. Look at the Sky website and enter the art competition because it could change your life. Carry on. That's nice. So we saw it. It was totes amaze. Um, (laughs) Went went to the party afterwards. Mm. 
and um, it was awful because they had a VIP area in the middle of the party. You found that awful. I'll tell you what I found awful. It was a bit Marie Antoinette. It was a bit French Revolution. Because it was just a little rope. And yeah. everyone was staring at you while you drank the champagne and they had the warm wine. What, so you were sort of adjacent <laughs> to the people in the no, non-VIP? Not adjacent, but... like a boxing, like in the centre, so people could look at you. It was awful. Oh, what what about when I went, I went to Stringfellows with um, Jonathan <laughs> Ross? David you know we're on air. You know we're on <laughs> air for we this story, that, don't we? We had our partners with us. Okay. So we had our partners, and there was me, David Baddiel, Mark Lamar, I think, Jonathan Ross, Trace McClellan. Anyway, we, we turned up Mark Lamar, 1996. It was, it was packed. Mm. And, um, and Peter Stringfellow just went over to this full table of people and says, Come on, move. You're going to have to move. You're going to have to move. Oh. And they all got off the table, and he sat us down, and he put a velvet rope thing around the table. <laughs> Did he? Oh, God! <laughs> Oh, it's I awful. Loved it. That's it's awful, but right, um, you're it? right. I did love it. I did. Love it. <laughs> anyway, I, I got chatting. I, I love not having to stand. I yeah, obviously, I, I got chatting to one of the actors from the show. Lovely chap, John. Um, he plays Samwell. Just if anyone's fan out there, Samwell District Council. His <laughs> name. He's a very good actor, actually. But I was talking to him. Turns out. He's a massive fan of the show. He listens to the show all the time. He's a oh, fan of yours, Frank. So he was, he was chatting you up. No, he wasn't. He was I lovely. Um, but he said at one point, he said, oh, well, he said, Frank, um, Frank doesn't like Game of Thrones. He likes Merlin, doesn't he? I have never been so embarrassed. Well, Merlin being discussed. I don't think it's an either or. <laughs> it shouldn't be but either I, or. Should I it? am glad he brought up Merlin. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So there I am, in the VIP area, talking to my new friend from Game of Thrones. In the Aww. VIP boxing ring. Yes. <laughs> in the middle of the room. In the VIP cage, I'm calling it. And cage then final. a man comes over to start to talk to him. Can I, I say, to put this in perspective, mm. I, I met Daniel O'Donnell on Thursday. Carry <laughs> <laughs> on. No one name dropping. <laughs> That's the best name drop you've ever done. I, I, was, I was happy. Yeah. He's, he's worked that was better all. than when you went on that tour bus with Nicky Clark and had a glass of champagne. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, start, no, he starts talking. We're talking. And then this other man comes over who's some producer man. And you know when you get frozen out entirely of the conversation? Oh, no. I felt like a spare part. I was like a spear carrier standing there. It's very showbiz, though. I was just, I was gone. That was it. I was out. So I was angry with the producer man. Yeah. And he was talking, saying, you're coming on the show next week. And so I was just in the middle of it. I don't know why I did this rant. I said, he said, oh, this is Emily, John said. He said, and um, I said, yeah, I'm his agent. <laughs> why did I say that? <laughs> why did I say that, Frank? <laughs> I felt sick thinking about it. There was silence, no laughter, no oh, laughter no. at all. The, ma the man, producer man went... Oh, great. Well, it's really good to meet you, because well, I wanted to talk to you about a couple oh, of appearances we're say, doing. Actually, I know he's aged. <laughs> no, he, didn't, no he carried on talking, and I had to stop. I said, actually, I just lied. Oh, it was no. awful. <laughs> and then my new friend from Game of Thrones said, um, yeah, it was actually very funny, Emily, but the trouble is, uh, timing's everything, isn't it? Ooh. Oh. oh. oh it was no. terrible. I'm going to leave the material to you two now. What you should have done is carried on and hammered out a really good deal for that. Oh, yeah, for then, John. And then maybe um, you'd be married by now. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be his agent like Joe Bugner's wife used to be his manager. <laughs> Remember Joe Bugner's wife? She'd have slotted into uh, Dog the Monty. Yeah. Like Sharon Osbourne. Person I could be like that. <laughs> you could, yeah. Anyway, so I humiliated myself terribly. It was worse than liking Merlin. It's good, though. It's a, it's a good light. What about this? My girlfriend had got a really horrible cold. Mm. It really it was... It was. It might have been worse than a cold. It seemed, we were a bit worried it was something else. And she was uh, she was just going out or going up, up to bed early because she felt... And she uh, came over to give me a, a sort of kiss goodnight. And as, as she came in, she went... <coughs> Right into my mouth. <laughs> I mean, right. I felt it hit the back of my tonsils, and I said, "That's probably the most efficient passing on of bacteria you could do is to cough in someone's mouth." Mm. And she said, "No, don't be ridiculous." Next morning, I woke up. I felt absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're wondering how to pass on your uh, bacteria to loved ones, that is the answer. You know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Thank you so much for listening. Now, get out. Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.